1: in. We are live. We are actually live here on the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. If you're wondering what the heck happened to our regular setup, well, we uh, we had some scheduling deals, but um, nonetheless, we are here. We are ready to rock and roll. Joining me is a man that needs no introduction. He just He just polished his sword from his Twitter war <laughs> Among other things, is Israel true? What's up, man?
0: What's going on, man? I'm loving the new, uh, new, new deal here. This is nice.
1: Oh yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, this is a uh, this is a temporary deal. This is our uh, this is our change up, I guess, uh, so to say. Uh,
0: sort I like it. I like it. Adapt, adapt, and survive.
1: That's right. That's what we do. It's how we roll. So, um, got a great, great show lined up for you today. Uh, it is. Uh, we are getting closer, inching closer to the Orange Bowl, where uh, Georgia will take on the Michigan Wolverines. And as you see, Jake Thomas, Moose Thames, we're in the chat. How's it going? The chat is blazing already. We are broadcasting over 16 different platforms tonight. Uh, so this is, this, is, uh, this is pretty good. So we're, uh, we're live and uh, we're able to interact with, uh, with all of you. So this is going to be fun. It. So Israel, buckle up,
0: man. If anybody wants to know, uh, Corey is the brand of this entire operation. Um, I'm not very uh, tech savvy, so my man Corey handles all this. All the credit goes to him with with all this stuff that he does.
1: Well, we uh, I certainly like to get all of the ideas out there on the table so that we can uh, so that we can get the best show for you. So. We're uh, we're ready to rock and roll, man! But like I said, uh, you can find since we're not uh, since we're not on our regular platform, our social information is not scrolling uh, down beneath us. So you can find Israel at troopstar Twenty Eight on all social media platforms. Israel Troop, obviously on Facebook. You can find me at coachburton Thirty Six. You can find the show at Believe in Dogs on all social platforms. We are streaming live across all of my platforms. Uh, and, and you can check us out there as well. And, uh, so yeah, Israel, anything, uh, anything you want to add before we get really, uh, rocking and rolling?
0: No, man, just, just, uh, you know, I hate it. Um, I'm going to say this and I'll leave it alone. Um, toward the end, where I wish everybody to be safe, but this COVID thing is really, really messing people up. You know, um, UCLA canceled their game, a couple more games will cancel too. Um, you know, you hate to see it, especially for these seniors, you know, after dealing with last year's COVID issues and now all of a sudden not being able to play their their last game, you know, I hate it for them. Um, so, you know, just just keep your heads up, fellas, and, you know, hopefully, you know, something great to come out of all this.
1: Absolutely. Well, that's, uh, that's well said Israel. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll always remind you to be safe. And that's, that's the most important thing. Um, uh, Jake Thomas says tech savvy. He was AOL Corey till a few <laughs> weeks ago. See, I, I know how to work. Night. it. <laughs> he kept getting kicked off, man. The, oh, the, man. the different, uh, somebody was out there messing with your connection down there. Maybe it was the dude that was, uh, was down the street that, that screeches his truck by every night. Maybe yeah, it was that guy.
0: That guy.
1: Yeah. Or your neighbor. Maybe it's your na- I think it was your neighbor.
0: Probably, probably she, she
1: was sabotaging probably.
0: you. She's been creeping by slowly lately in the Honda. You know, we, we recognize that.
1: Yeah. There you go. Well, she was creeping up on your internet last night. But uh <laughs> I'm tech savvy. Um, but my man Israel is tool savvy. He is uh he, he's been getting his Bob the Builder on this past week and past weekend. Mm-hmm. I think he's built a swing set for everybody in his neighborhood, so that's good, right? How'd that go? I, how many, I, how many customers did you say?
0: Um, let's just say, um, I want to thank, uh, Bush for their contribution <laughs> to my, my building. <laughs> Bush and Bud Light. I appreciate it. But, um, uh, there you go. You know, it was, it was, it was pretty easy. Uh, shout out to, uh, built, um, this is a new app um, that once you buy something that they, they have a little barcodes, you can scan that. She gives you interactive, um, instructions on how to do everything. So it's a really oh. cool, really cool app.
1: Built. Okay. So built, built, built. Yes. Um, I'm going to have to check that out. Built might have to sponsor the show because I'm going to need it. I'm going to need it. So there you go. Uh, anyway, well, uh, we're in the middle of bowl mania here. Um, Cody's excited about them red Raiders that under was the bet.
0: I know, I know I I picked Mississippi state last night, but, uh, Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, now. Texas State, Texas Tech is playing a really good game. You know, their coach is um, headed out. He's going to Louisiana Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- those kids are playing hard for him. And, I mean, you can see the excitement on the sidelines with those guys. So, um, I'm not. I'm really surprised that he wasn't, you know, a shoe in for the job. Um, but, you know, I'm pretty sure he's going to do the great thing at, uh, at Louisiana Tech.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Sonny Cumbie is the guy you're, you're referring to. Um, but they have, uh, you know, they made some good changes. They got some good recruiting prowess uh, in the state of Texas with their coaching hire, but this isn't believe in red Raiders football. So we're not really gonna, we're not really gonna jump into, uh, break down the red Raiders, but that game is, uh, that game is incredible. The under was the bet. You know, you never know what these bowl games, but those two teams don't play much defense. So I was kind of surprised by that Cody. So, you know, what can you do? Right. Um, Anyway, we are brought to you by betonline.ag. Speaking of bet online, I almost got on bet online to bet on this game. Glad I didn't because I would have definitely taken Mississippi State in the over. I would have. Me too. Me I too. I would have been upset. Yeah, I would have lost my ass. <laughs> Holy cow. Um, but Bet online is back better than ever. Uh, it's a, got a new web interface for the rest of the NBA season, which is starting to heat up a little bit and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online remains your number one spot for all basketball and football action this season hopefully you did well hopefully you did better than me in your bowl pickums uh so head to the new and updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code believe50 to receive your bonus bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports bet online it's where the game starts so um speaking of where the game starts this game starts in Miami the team arrived uh George Pickens and JT Daniels arrived separately, but they are cleared to go. Um, We are, uh, we are a go. We're ready to rock and roll against Michigan. We touched on it a little bit last night with Vinny Israel, but man, we're, we're going to, we're going to really kind of get down uh, deep into the weeds with this one. But first we have to catch you up on all of the news that we missed on our Christmas break. Uh, Dan Lanning to Oregon. Uh, Let's, let's talk, let's like, it's old news, so I don't really want to like dive into it intensely. But what what did you initially? What did you think of that hire?
0: I was surprised by the hire, Um and for all the kinds of purposes, I didn't even know that he was a, a candidate for the job. Um, you know, talking to my inside guys, nobody kind of knew what was going on. That's why I tweeted what I tweeted because um, there's actually recruits on campus um, at the time of when the news first broke, um, and it was a no, he wasn't going in the next day. I guess they kind of finalized everything kind of got it rolling. But you know, even he said that I'm not going anywhere, but you know, money talks. So, I mean, I mm-hmm. guess they worked out a deal and I mean, it looks like it was a uh, too good to turn down.
1: Yeah. I mean, shoot, if I'm Dan landing, yeah, I, I, I'm not turning that down. <laughs> you know, you're <laughs> going to a premier program with that kind of money. I, I mean, you know, you'd be, you'd be kind of silly not to, cause yeah. you know, at his age, I don't think you're going to get a better opportunity at his age because mm-hmm. there's so many people in front of you. You're not going to get these prestigious jobs, no. so you've no. got to take when one offers it to you. You got to take it. Now he makes a name for himself, then he can leverage himself to get back into the southeast if he wants to, or he may turn Oregon into a powerhouse and decide to be there for for the long haul. Who knows? You know, yeah. with, with the way the coaching world is going, you never know. I mean. Yeah, there's always a chance he could flop. He has no experience, but I mean, I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a great hire. He's young, got lots of energy, great recruiter, great defensive mind, You know, has a lot of energy, can inject a lot of energy into the program. And, and I think he is going to be very detail-oriented, which is what Oregon really, really needs. And they really need to build a level of toughness that I think he will bring to that team that they've been lacking so bad and, and that was obvious against Utah. Yes, Both you got to think um,
0: Oregon hadn't been very physical. You know, I think 2014 when they played at Florida State was the most physical team I've seen them have. Um, yeah. And we all saw what happened um, in that game. Um, so, you know, moving forward, I think if they just become a little bit more physical, they always have athletes, you know, offensively and defensively. They always have athletes. But uh-huh. in order to win and win at a high level, you have to be more physical than the other team. Um, so I think he'll bring that level of physicality. Like you said, he's a young coach. I mean, he's what, 35, 36, something like that. He's coming yeah. in fresh, fresh mind.
1: I think. Yeah.
0: You know. Um, and you know, to be 35 and and leading, you know, one of the most prestigious Pac 12 teams, um is is amazing. You know, so kudos to him. You know, he's already hired his office coordinator. Um, hopefully he keeps um Coach McClendon on staff. So yeah. you never know what might happen.
1: Yeah. I mean, who knows? Kudos to him. So that, that'll that be good. It'd be interesting to, ski, to see kind of who he brings with him after the uh, college football playoff, which hopefully he'll be walking away with the national championship and, and ride into uh, Eugene with that big fat national championship ring. So one can only hope uh, signing day happened. Uh, very happy with our class. Uh, we'll we'll uh, I, I think what we'll do Israel is we'll do a deep dive into our class once uh, the second signing period's over. I think we'll have just a big class review and say, okay, here's what we like. Here's what we don't like. So signing day came came and went, and I thought it was really, uh, really successful. So I, I was pleased yeah. with that.
0: I will say that I, I'm really glad that we took some secondary guys. Um, that's something that we haven't done yeah. um, in a while because we, we were so, so loaded in secondary, um, but we're kind of depleted right now. But I'm glad to see that we got some secondary guys coming in.
1: Absolutely, man so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that but now on to our more impressive our, our more pressing things uh, we they had uh, Media Day today at the Orange Bowl where uh, for the first time you get to hear the assistants co- coaches speak and the players and all that stuff so Todd Monkin was uh, was at the mic he was talking about the uh, the, the quarterback uh, competition and he said it's not really much of a competition. What do you? I mean, what do you make of that? uh, Of those comments about what he said about why he's playing Stetson over JT?
0: I think as a coordinator, you and I both know this all too often. Uh, We get asked this question more than anything: of who's the quarterback going to be, what do they bring to the table, and all that stuff. We all know that JT can throw the deep ball. Um, He's a smart kid. He's a great athlete. But let's think about this for a second. This is one thing that's been on my mind as of late. Would you rather face a Stetson Bennett who can get the ball out quick whenever he does make the right decisions now? He does make a mistake, which quarterbacks do when he gets the ball out quick, play action and can run the football, or face a quarterback that just stands in the pocket, throws deep balls. Which one would you rather face if you're a defensive coordinator?
1: Well, I'd rather face the statue, to be honest with you, but if they're gonna exactly. try to if they're gonna try to employ the game plan of the statue with the with the running guy. Uh, they have, to, sure. they have
0: oh, to cater the game plan <laughs>
1: to
0: the to the quarterback that they're using. Like and like I said last night, I think that's what we did um, against yeah. Alabama this time around. Um, I think it was more of a JT game plan uh, simply uh-huh. because let's be honest, Alabama hadn't really shown anything to where they can stop. You know the the intermediate passes and you know stop the run and things like that. So I think this time around, I think they've gotten smarter. We got a great staff um, offensively. You know that. Yeah dissected the film. So we did wrong. Um, and we just can't play scared. I mean, you got right. two games left, two games left. So if you don't play scared you win them in my opinion, that's right. And that's on both sides of the ball.
1: Yeah. You can't play, you can't play scared. I mean, that's, that's the, that's the whole thing. And, and we're going to have to find ways to be able to push the ball vertically, whether it's with Stetson, whether it's with Brock Vandegrift, whether it's with you, who knows? Um, yeah. well, we've got to figure out a way because Alabama, it will, Michigan too. Michigan gonna do this to us as well. They're going to put their safeties at 10 yards heels at 10 and just freaking come downhill. And then they're yeah. just going to, they're just going to, they're just going to live on everything intermediate and tackle and force us to really, really move the ball. Now, when you look at, when you look at successful offenses, right? Successful offenses don't often go 10, 12, 13 plays. Successful offenses usually stay within the five, six, seven range of yeah. place. Right, those are those are the ones that put up points frequently, because the you know the more plays you get, yes, it's more chances to succeed, but it's also more chances on the on the on the reverse side, on the other side of it to to fail. So, if you're a a good successful scoring drive, I think is about seven plays.
0: Yeah, seven to eight plays. I I, I can definitely agree with that, and that's what we've done all year until this this last game. Let's take Auburn for for instance, who was lights out for the whole game, except for a minute against Alabama. We ran up and down the field on Alabama, I mean, on Auburn, mm-hmm. the whole entire game, play action, <laughs> quick passes, running yeah. the football. And then look at what Auburn did to Alabama. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now why don't you take the same idea, go against Alabama.
1: Yeah. Same, I don't, same, I don't same, understand same You yeah, cannot I,
0: coach yourself in situations like this. And I think that's yeah. what we did. We, yeah. And I tweeted we I tweeted earlier too. I was like, it was the what if factor. What if, what if, what if. Yeah, what, In a yeah, game like exactly. that, I it forget the what if. Uh, I'm going out to win. If they do it and they stop us, by all means they got us. But I'm yeah. throwing every single bullet I got.
1: Yeah, you have to at this point. I mean, you got nothing else to lose, right? So Exactly. And and, and you gotta and you can't play this coy game against Michigan and say, Okay, we're you know and, and unless it dictates that you can win that way, you're gonna have to throw everything you got at them just to make sure you get to that national championship game and you got to turn around and do it again against Alabama. I I don't know that Alabama is going to put together another Herculean effort that they did um, in Mm -hmm. the SEC championship. I think they'd come off. They're going to come off a convincing win against Cincinnati. Let's just be honest with that. They're going to be feeling themselves a little bit this time around. And the fact that they dominated us, that might work in our favor. So Mm -hmm. uh, I I don't know. Like we just got to be aggressive. That's, that's the number one thing. And uh, exactly. looking looking at her comments, uh, Cody saying Georgia gets beat by the refs, and the fact that JT is a better quarterback and could win, and Bennett is beatable. We're not making excuses, Cody. We're we're, no. we're not like That's not like Stetson can beat Alabama. You just gotta you just gotta cater to his strengths, right? You can't have a plan that works for JT because they're two totally different quarterbacks. Stetson's good Mm -hmm. in his own right. JT's good and great in his own right. They're they're both really good at what they do. It's just a matter of like taking what JT does really well and catering it to JT. Taking what Stetson does really well, catering to Stetson. Because I know you have those things in your in your playbook. Now you just got to you know this is not this is not the NFL where it's like okay, you the quarterback are going to cater to my system. It's my system is going to cater to the quarterback. That's the way it's got to be. Exactly. And so, and and then, and one, yeah.
0: one thing that, that Georgia's done since Stetson's been the quarterback is control the clock, control the ball, mm-hmm. flip field position, things like that, which we didn't do against Alabama. I think yeah. we rushed it. We pan, we hit the panic button a little bit too soon. I mean, we're up, what, 10 to 7? Up 10 to 7, and then all of a sudden we go into panic mode.
1: Yeah, because you know, they so. because they scored on a slant, and they got some momentum, and we just couldn't recover after that. Yeah. You know, you, so. you, you, you have to defensively, you have to play them at the point. Um. Yeah, Bama scores every time and they get the ball to control the clock. That's how Georgia went 12-0 and 0 up until the SEC championship. They scored every time they got it and they controlled the clock. Um, exactly. You know, Georgia can do what Bama does, you know? And, and does Bama win the natty? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You never know. Bama, does Bama win the natty? Maybe. Does Georgia win? Maybe. I, I think these two teams are a lot closer than, than that original score uh, indicated. Uh, I, th- I think momentum got away from us there towards the end. And I think Stetson started pressing a little bit. So, um,
0: Let's look at what Texas AM and did against them. Texas A&M, they, they fought and fought and fought and fought. <laughs> and ended up pulling it off. Why? Because they didn't cater to what Alabama warned them to do. They didn't panic. Right. They just they stayed on on time, and you know mm-hmm. as an offensive coordinator, you have to stay on time. You know our clock goes off just like everybody else's, and we can't panic yeah. and you can't be scared. Mm-hmm. And that's what Texas A&M did. That's what Auburn did. That's what Florida did. That's what Arkansas did. They gave them their best shot every single time. And hey, I think we're the better team than those teams were. So we'll pull it off. We just got to yeah. get there, and that starts Friday.
1: It does. It, it 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 does start Friday. Um and, and we have to again, you know, we, you look at Texas, A&M, you look at Auburn, you look at LSU even who who held them who held them close. You look at what Florida was able to do against them. Uh you know, you, you look at the common denominator with all four of those games, you got to look at D line play, right? Mm-hmm. And Georgia has a, a better D line than all four of those teams.
0: Yes. Easily. It was proven. Right. Proven because we played It's been
1: them. proven. Yeah. And so What those defensive lines did is they just said, you know what? We're not going to beat Alabama sitting back and playing conservatively. We're going to come after you. We're going to hit. We're going to hit. We're going to hit. We're going to hit. We're going to get shots on Bryce. We're going to get in his face. We're going to make him, we're going to make him make contested throws. We're going to flush him. We're going to make him panic a little bit. And we're going to be calm and we're going to tackle. Even if he gains five yards, who cares? We're going to tackle. We're going to get him to the ground. Anytime you can, Get him to the ground. And and I think defensive line-wise, you're going to see that start to kind of wear on him a little bit. Yeah, he might, you know, early on, he might take it, take it, take it, take it, you know, make plays. He'll take it, he'll make plays. He'll take it, and he'll do some good things. But then as the course of the game goes on, you'll start to see him kind of, his eyes aren't looking downfield when he's rushing around. He's looking to see where that pressure's coming from. And once he drops his eyes, it's over.
0: Exactly. You that's got what we're going to have to do on Friday yeah. against Mayor. He's a really good quarterback, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, he can hurt you. Um, he's got a little, little, bit of, little bit of wiggle about him as well. But if you notice, go back and watch Michigan State game. Michigan State hit him, hit him, hit him, hit him. And what did he do? He ended up coughing it up a couple of times. Michigan State wins the football game.
1: Exactly. If, if uh, Michigan State was able to – they were able to run the ball effectively. I mean
0: uh, – Control the clock.
1: Yeah. Walker had uh, – they had – he had five touchdowns, something like that? Yeah. Holy cow, dude. I mean, that was that was ridiculous. Um, so, yeah.
0: This game is going to be one in the trenches. It's the Big Ten. You know, they always have big linemen, and we got to be a big defensive lineman. You know, mm-hmm. so, I mean, from a defensive standpoint, don't play scared. You got to get to the championship game. You know, so what if they they everybody watches film? So what? You know, they still got to stop it. They still have to move against you. So, I mean, hey, mm-hmm. let's go play man play man let's go to work
1: yeah, absolutely um so yeah i think i think when you when you do that yeah it's got to be it's got to be that uh john i i know you're really excited about lsu hiring a defensive coordinator we'll talk about that probably tomorrow night on uh sec after dark um, but they did hire matt house so congratulations on that i think he's gonna be pretty good um brian kelly's building pretty good staff there i don't know what you want me to say on that uh, Bama embarrasses Cincy, uh, like they did Notre Dame a few years back. Michigan outcoaches Kirby in a coast, close coin flipper, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, we're not going to blow out Michigan. Let's just, let's just be honest about that. Michigan's a, Michigan's a lot better football team uh, than people are giving them credit for. They, they can run the ball. They're explosive. They're physical. Aiden Hutchinson obviously was a Heisman finalist for a reason. Um, I don't think he should have been over Will Anderson, but that's a different story for a different day. Um, Defense backwise. I, I think matching up with Michigan. I, I think you're going to have to start seeing a more physical approach to what we do, even if we're playing man, or even if we're trying to disguise man into zone, or what, whatever the case may be. We have to be. Our guys have to be physical. Keely Ringo has to be physical. Uh, you know, Darion Kendrick has to be physical. Those guys have to press. They have to get hands on. They have to harass those receivers coming off the ball. You have to do it against Michigan. Cade McNamara will not survive if his receivers can't get off the ball. Right? Lewis seen, cannot take the cheese. If he's got deep half, he's got to stay in deep half or he's got deep quarter. He's got to stay in the deep quarter. He cannot take the low route, let him throw the lower out and then go kill the guy once he catches it, but don't bite on it because there's something that's going to come right back where you just were and responsible for. And that's how big plays happen. That's how busts happen. That's how panic happens. That's how, mm-hmm. Hey, we don't, you know, all of a sudden guys start not trusting each other. And then next thing you know, you got blown coverages all over the freaking place. Michigan will
0: expose mix, that. Yeah, we're going to have to mix uh, zone and man. We're going to have to mix up our blitzes. I mean, it's literally going to be like playing a video game. You're going to have to mix everything up, show them different looks, mm-hmm. um, different stunts, and everything like that in order to win this football game. Coach Gaddis is a very smart coach. Coach Harbo is a very, very smart coach. So yeah, he's very I mean, aggressive. It's not too. like you're going against any, any scrubs or anything like that. You're right. going against two guys, two offensive minded guys who are really good at what they do. It's yeah. the reason why they're the number two team in the nation, you know? there's a reason they play really good defense. Uh-huh. They can score on offense at any point. They can run the ball and they can throw it. The point is is to play aggressive, harass the quarterback and don't play scared. It's real simple. Don't play scared. We have we're the better team in my mm-hmm. opinion. We're the better team. Uh we got a better coaching staff all around. So I mean, put those heads together and let's go win this thing.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Um I mean I, I don't think you could could have said that more uh more I don't think you said that better. I couldn't have said that better myself. So, um, so we we look at we look at Georgia's side of things. We look at what we got to shore up. You know, offensively, obviously, uh, whoever's whoever's quarterback, you got to have a, a game plan that caters to them. But you've also got to figure out a way to now get George Pickens involved, who is back, cleared, healthy, ready to go. You've got to get Jermaine Burton involved. You've got to continue to feed Brock Bowers. You've got to continue to find ways to get him. The ball in space, you got you, you got to distribute this thing, and you got to have an effective run game as well. All those things, I think, can happen against Michigan uh, because I, I think our offensive line is built for that. I think we can get mm-hmm. some push up front. I think we have a really good nucleus, finally, uh, of, of an offensive line. They finally kind of gelled a little bit, and we able to do some things in the run game. Now we've got to help ourselves by loosening them up and forcing them to play the entire width of the field. We can't come, yeah, out, we can't exactly come out there with say. this we cannot come out here with this conservative game plan. We can't we can't be reckless and we can't be overly conservative either. That would be just as reckless as, as just throwing the ball deep all the time.
0: Yes. You have we we Brock Bowers is, is gonna be double covered, triple covered. I mean, we all know that he he's the real deal. So now we have to if we're gonna use two tight ends, let's get Washington involved more. Uh, let's get Fitz, Tra- Fitzpatrick involved more. All right now. Mm-hmm. Let's throw it outside the pickings, even if it's just a little hitch route. You know, trying try to try you have to use the whole field, and that's something that we didn't do um, in our in our one loss. You know, so hey, let's learn from our mistakes. You know, let's use the whole field. Let's let's run the ball. I think we got away from the run a little bit too early, in my opinion. You know, let let's let's stick to that. Let's just stay on track. And like I and I say this all the time, you know as well as I do, it's so easy for an office coordinator to get off track. Mm -hmm. You know, so let's just stay on track, you know, do what we do. And let's go out here and just just play Georgia football. Let's play the game. Let's play the game the way that it got us here.
1: Exactly. So I'm going to ask you this, Mr. Offensive Coordinator. First of all, I think your bot followed you into the show. (laughs) Probably. There you go. (laughs) Whoever that is. I think they followed you. Um, Hopefully they don't cut your signal like they did last night. But, um, Aiden Hutchinson, right? We we know what he brings to the table. He's very physical, very quick, very fast, uh just completely disruptive. How do you how do you plan for a guy like that?
0: Um, I think you just kind of gotta know where he's at. Um, you know, with Monkey being up up top, I think he he's got a bird's eye view of everything. He can see, see down, kind of see where he's at. And I think at first I think you run at him. This is, this is just just to show that we're not scared of you. We know who you are and things like that. And then a great job of chipping him, whether it whether whether it's tight end or the surrounding back make sure we get somebody on him at all times mm-hmm. we can't just leave a tackle on him just to block him for the whole entire game because he's just like will anderson he's going to beat you and he's going to eventually wreak havoc on you so you have to do something to get him off course to get him frustrated get him out this game so now it becomes a little bit easier you start having mm-hmm. assignments he starts some lining wrong and things like that so he's a very smart football player very physical football player so you have to do something to get him out of his game
1: yes absolutely i mean that's that's perfect man you gotta run right at him i mean that's, that's exactly what i would do let, let's let's kick him out let's frustrate him let's cut him let's let's do whatever we can do uh let's crack him let's you know let, let's let's read something. him. let's frustrate him do not let him get some some momentum. There was a clip that I saw from the Ohio State game where he had a full head of steam. He was talking whole all kind of all kind of crap to the uh, to the left tackle who is also I think going to be an NFL guy too. Uh just just John just saying, "Hey, come here. Hey, come here. I'm coming for you right now." And he backed it up. He he came right off the edge and just ran right through him like he was like like you would if you ran over your son. Like mm-hmm. th- the offensive tackle went flying like like that. And I was like, oh, okay. So (laughs) I don't know that that Ohio State guy was ready for that. Our guys are going to be ready for that. He he was not mentally prepared
0: for that, for that Mm -hmm. whooping that he, that he took. And, you know, I watched that game as well. And, you know, at some point (laughs) it's called pride at some point, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to say the man across from me, ain't going to beat me. You know, um, you put your pants on the same way I do one leg at a time. So Exactly. I mean, there's something about, you know, yes, he's a great player, but he's gonna to to show me today that how great of a player he is. He might beat me. He's probably gonna beat me once or twice, but he ain't gonna do it consistently the whole entire game, which mm-hmm. I think the guy from Ohio State just bent over and took it. You know, he just <laughs> kind of he said, You win. Yeah, he you did. Know, there's there's no way, there's no way you're just gonna push me into the quarterback's lap every single time. And that's what he did. He he yeah. physically beat that young man into submission.
1: Yeah. And and the only way to the only way to not get, get you know, the, the only way to get the upper hand is to run right at him. For a guard to just yes. maul him. For Jamari Sawyer at left tackle to just freaking maul him on outside zone or inside zone or just whatever. If we can pancake the guy a few times, we can get an upper hand. How
0: big of how big a boy are you? You're gonna have to show yeah. me. This is for yeah. all the marbles.
1: And, and and if he does, great, more power to him. And he'll probably win a few reps. He'll 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 yep. get a couple sacks. It, it, it'll happen. Would you? Can't panic. Don't panic. It ain't gonna happen all night. Nope. it ain't gonna happen all night. No, nope. it's not gonna happen all night. You're gonna we're gonna screen him a little bit. We're going to we're gonna do some things that's gonna disrupt him and disrupt his flow disrupt his his timing and, and, and neutralize him. I mean, we found a way to essentially neutralize Will Anderson. Not for the most part. I mean, he still made some plays, but like he wasn't. He didn't take over he the game like like he had before. He
0: wasn't a big yeah, – exactly. He wasn't a, as big a factor as he has been in recent games. And, you know, I think – and that just shows you what we can do. We can neutralize mm-hmm. their good, your good player, but we have to execute and we have to stay on time.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So, what uh, you know, everybody asked me. You know, what 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 is Michigan doing? You know, we're, they're seven and a half point underdogs. You know, what what is their chances? And some people obviously are going to say Michigan's going to win, and you know, just and maybe sometimes that's just to poke at me a little bit. But you know, when you look at Michigan, just the bird's eye view of Michigan, you know, you you look at what they do really well. They control most of their games through the interior. You know, they have Hassan Haskins and Blake Corum those two guys can get things rolling, right? Um however, um this is why this is why I like this is why I like us to to win this game to cover maybe even win by a couple touchdowns because they have a face of defense like ours. And and yes, I know our defense gave up 41 to Bama. I I get it. No, I, I get it. I get it. Trust me. Right. Um but we have a defense that ranks inside the top ten in every major defensive stat category. Number one at one point in just about every major defensive uh, category. I think we. I think that Bama game dropped us down a few notches. But um, it's a uh, front seven led by Jordan Davis and Jacoby Dean, Channing Tindall, Quay Walker, uh, Trayvon Walker, uh, Nolan Smith. You know, those guys, just to name a few, they haven't allowed much. Uh It was 6.6 points per game coming into the SEC championship. So 12 games at that clip, and then all of a sudden, you know, Bama broke the dam. But for me, Michigan plays a lot like Kentucky, style-wise. They're going to cram it down your throat. They're going to try to control the line of scrimmage. They're going to try to, they're going to try to get it through the run game. They're going to get some good quarterback play. McNamara, Will Levis, they're both Big Ten guys. They're kind of the same. McNamara has a little bit a lot more upside because I think he's younger. He's a freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can certainly beat you. Right? He can certainly beat you. But uh again, I, I think the game plan for Michigan. Force Cade McNamara to beat you. He's not a vertical threat like Bryce Young was. You can get in his mm-hmm. face. You can knock him down. You can, you can force the turnover bug against him. He is, uh, you know, he was he was picked off by Michigan State, Ohio State, and Iowa. Um, you know, basically three games in a row. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, if Michigan me, can the find game plan is simple,
0: yeah, game plan is simple. Here it is.
1: Here Play it is. Man. It. Play man.
0: Play man. Play man. Hit back, hit him early and often, and we have to get all red hats to the football. Yeah. We can't miss tackles because they have shown if you break, if they can break tackles. They're gonna take it to the house. Yeah. You know, we have to make them feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That and then, and we win the football game. You yeah. know, one thing that that I miss seeing, you know, um, Harbaugh's on the sideline with his cleats on, with his Jordan cleats on. You know, with the really long. Um, cold for his headset, you know, I want to see the call sheet go flying.
1: Uh-huh. You know, that's one yes. thing that
0: that's <laughs> one thing against Michigan State. It happened. That the call sheet went flying. Mm-hmm. Next thing so, you know, he came unplugged and he's running down the sideline. That's what I want to see. And what causes that? Wreaking havoc <laughs> that we've done all season. Don't play scared and let's let all these guys, our front seven, have to play big. Don't sit back, go get the quarterback. Play your mm-hmm. assignment by all means. Yeah, do your job. Do it. Do it with relentless
1: abandonment. Uh huh. Absolutely. Be be disruptive. You know, Trayvon Walker needs to have have a sack. Nolan Smith needs to have a sack. Nickobe Dean needs to have a sack. We need to have you know our safeties need to pick the ball off. Where we need to we need to do whatever. But a comment from John: Arkansas was his comp for Michigan. I don't think that's a good comp because Arkansas philosophy wise is a totally different team. Uh, they they are a spread tempo hurry up. Offense. KJ Jefferson is is as dynamic of a weapon as it gets. K McNamara is not that. Uh, yeah, so you don't have
0: to worry about him running the football.
1: No, you don't. Uh with with Arkansas, you have to worry about KJ Jefferson legitimately running the ball. Mm-hmm. So they have threats all over the place and they and they play fast. And uh they 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 run it up. Arkansas and Ole Miss are basically philosophy-wise the same team. Obviously, Ole Miss is better. Mm-hmm. But they're the same same team. So uh, Kentucky's more of a pro style, controlled control the line of scrimmage with Chris Rodriguez and and Cavassier. Smoke uh, get some play action shots with Will Levis. Run some screens and more of a pro NFL style offense. Because hey, jo- uh, John Harbaugh, not John Harbaugh, uh, John Harbaugh's with the Ravens. He's he's uh, he's NFL style. Uh, actually, he's in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh and Liam Cohen, they're both NFL guys. They both bring that system. So obviously they're going to look very, very much alike. So there you go. There's your comp. So the game plan against Kentucky was get after Will Levis. And they and Kentucky yes. really only had one really beautiful drive. And I don't think that I don't think that Gaddis, I don't think that Harbaugh is as good of a play caller as Liam Cohen. So no. I I think they're going to struggle. Because they haven't been here before, and their strength matches up with Georgia's strength. So, there you have it.
0: They run the football. We stop the run.
1: Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. That's what exactly what they do. And, and no, they're not going to be able to throw deep. Because Alabama had the Heisman Trophy winner. And they have Jameson Williams. Yes, and
0: for other people who can <laughs> all run a four flat.
1: Uh Bama's scary, man. Uh, but we're not scared of them. I'm not scared of Bama. If if I could no. say it, F F Bama, I'll say it, F Bama. I'm not scared of them. No, definitely not. I'm sorry. I, I I love my Bama people, though. I love Jake and and Stacy. They do a they do a great job over there. We'll, <laughs> we'll have to get round two of the. Uh, oh, yeah. we'll, have, we'll have to get round two of that uh, going on. So. um but yeah, I, I think you know when when you look at Michigan, that's you know that's kind of where we're at with that. So, um, what's your score prediction?
0: I'm excited. I think it's going to be twenty seven, twenty four. Um, if we do, if we do roll, you know, 35-21, something like that. Um, yeah. If we're able to get it going, um, which I think that I think they're going to have a little little chip on their shoulder. I think mm-hmm. everybody's counting them out. You know, especially with this uh press conference today and everybody's all in uproar about Stetson and JT yeah. and things like that. So um I don't think Stetson goes out there with anything to prove. I just think he plays better. You yeah. know, I think everybody around him plays better. And if we just play better, we win the football game offensively. Yeah. Now we still gotta stop people defensively now. Yeah. You know, in my opinion, if you if the offense scores twenty four points, you should win. That's mm-hmm. just that's just me, especially if you have number one defense in the nation. But you know, coming off of that game and he, and let's all be, let's just be honest, it was embarrassing the way we lost. I think with the mature group um, that they have in the locker room, I think they kind of know what's that plan. I saw a picture um, of N'Kobe Dean and the and the linebackers and all those guys under the shoot earlier today, and you could just see it in their eyes, like it was like no nonsense, mm-hmm. like it was real. Get after that ass defensive look in their eyes. Oh, mm-hmm. Eric Russell, I'm talking about blood. Flying everywhere, you could just see it in their eyes. Like it was, like it's go time. Yeah, you know, and, that, and that's what you want to see. You know, you, you love having fun. These bowl games are fun. The end of the day, you're you're on a business trip, and you're here to win the game to get to the next championship.
1: Exactly, and and you took the words right. I'm this. This is a very very mature group, uh, probably a more mature Georgia team that I've seen in quite some time. Um. You know, just in the way they handle their business, just in the way they they kind of do things they they play to that standard. Very rarely do you see them play poorly when when the backups are in or when they get up with a comfortable lead. Sometimes you see immature teams that they kind of let the the other team kind of crawl back into it a little bit. this This Georgia team did not do that throughout the course of the season. they were they were able to manage that a little bit better. They were able to play to the standard a little bit better. and I, I think that. When you have great success, obviously you're going to have that one game. You know, This is football. You, you know, When you play 13 games, you're going to have that one game. And un- unfortunately for Georgia, it was the SEC championship game where that was the humbling point because, hey, we haven't seen a receiver like Jamison Williams. Georgia has not seen a quarterback like Bryce Young. The closest thing they saw was Hendon Hooker, and they contained him really, really well. I don't know where that – they should have just pulled that game plan out and just said, hey, we're just going to harass him. Because yeah. he's still at the end of the day he's a freshman. Mm-hmm. Like he ain't got enough game experience yet. I don't know why they weren't knocking him down, right? Even the greatest quarterback of all time is not immune to a little rattling. Tom Brady mm-hmm. in the in the 0, in the 06 Super Bowl against the Giants, the perfect season. Michael Strahan. Strahan. Just they just hit him play after play after playing at war on him. He made mistakes. Mm-hmm. He panicked. He gets I mean no quarterback is immune. Tom if 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 it's good enough for Tom if that if that plan is good enough to play against Tom Brady and beat him it's good enough for me. Right. Yep. I mean, obviously that's the kryptonite for quarterbacks. No quarterback yes. is comfortable when that pocket is collapsing, when that center uh, when that center is getting in your personal bubble because the nose guard is driving him back <laughs> that way. That's not a comfortable feeling cuz he can't he doesn't have room to follow through. And when he slides, and there's a guy there, and he has to bail, and he has to improvise, and then get his eyes downfield, like it's not, it's not good. And there's a couple of times where this team had him wrapped up, and they couldn't finish the drill, they couldn't finish the tackle. There's a few times where that happened. Where I think if you, if you get a sack in that scenario, maybe things are different. I don't know. Because um, our offense at, at that point was was playing pretty well. They're, they hit a, they hit a dry spell, but they were playing pretty well, and they played pretty well d- d- down the stretch of the game. They just couldn't quite finish those opportunities, which I think they'll have a better chance of finishing those later. But um, this is my very long winded way of saying that I do think this this team. You can see it in their eyes. You can see it with the way they practice, with the intensity in which they practice, with what they're saying, which is not much, which is good. Uh, you know, a, a lot of factors are playing into this team being extremely focused. That game getting knocked on their ass was, might, hopefully, was the best thing to happen to this group. So th- th- they're yeah, so, hungry. Sometimes you
0: got to get hit in the face in order, in order to get right. You know, um, exactly. You know, how many times did your mom tell you not to do something and you kept doing it till you got a whipping? You know, and after you got that whipping, what happened? You quit doing it. Yeah. You know, so. You know, it's a learning experience. You know, I think we were kind of riding a little bit high. You know, we we were projected to win that game anyway. And, you know, we let our guard down. Well, understand this. If we go against Michigan with the same thing, they're just going to physically beat you. And that's not what you want. You don't want another grown man just physically beating you for 60 minutes and there's nothing you can do about it. And that's what Michigan wants to do. They want to physically beat us.
1: And that's what what Aiden Hutchinson said. He's going to physically beat you and he's going to tell you about it. And you don't want that. Mm -hmm. So, my score prediction is going to be Georgia by 10. I I think it's going to be like a 31. You know, I I think it will actually probably be like a 27 17 type ball game. I think Michigan gets a couple early, uh, but I think this defense clamps down and and holds them. And I think we get to 27. I think Brock Bowers is going to have a big game. I think I think Pickens is going to have a huge game. So yeah. I'm I'm calling about 27 17 ish somewhere in that range. Um, pull away late, uh, but I do think Georgia gets the win in the cover. So um, for some
0: reason, I feel like this game is going to be real similar to the Clemson Ohio State game a couple of years ago. Um, right, like right toward the end when Justin Fields threw the picket like toward the end, but that game was so physical. You had two great football teams going at it. Um, and uh-huh. it was just who who's going to make a play at the end or who's going to get a stop at the end. Um, I think it's going to be kind of close to that game as yeah. the um, the outcome. You know, who who's not going to make a mistake? Who's not going to turn the ball over? Um, got two great defenses going level. at each other. So um, just got to execute, execute offensively, play relentless on the, on defense, and we'll be fine. Oh, and also win the special teams flip field position. Um, get a couple of yards, returning punts, things like that.
1: Maybe even catch a turnover, maybe even steal a possession. Um, and then, if we do uh, have the fortunate uh, fortunes of playing Alabama, I, I'm, I'm hoping this plays out like the Clemson Ohio State game played out a season ago, <clears throat> where Ohio State got their revenge and they got their revenge. Uh, so hopefully that hopefully that's how that plays out. If I said anything differently, we wouldn't be the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast. That's right. So exactly.
0: Um
1: Corey Burton Israel Troop uh on the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast, uh at Troopstar28 at Coach Burton36, at Believe in Dogs on all the social media platforms. You can find me Burton.corey on Instagram. Not really much on Instagram. Um and I'm trying to figure out how to get this TikTok thing thing going. Um I think we can build build a fan base. I'm not gonna do any dances but I might, I might run yeah. a few of our segments on there. At least they might just yeah. see you and me talking, or I might just do it like, like a talking head on, 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 uh, on TikTok maybe just to, just to broaden our horizons, I guess. Right. So, yeah, um, I just, I just
0: send funny TikToks out, and, uh, hopefully we won't be coach 30 again, um, after this Michigan you know, after this Michigan game. Yeah. Um, he got us after the Alabama Oh, game, he
1: did he? Us. He oh, goes. did he? he
0: so hopefully hopefully oh, our kids he. saw themselves on that and yep. um, don't want to get Coach coach 30 because I'm pretty sure that Mississippi State's about to get Coach 30 here. Yeah. <laughs> probably yeah. by tomorrow.
1: Yeah, probably. Probably so. Mississippi State, we're going to see him.
0: Um, Davis didn't make a tackle and he pissed on his leg.
1: It, it happens. <laughs> got scared. Moment's too big for him. Moment got too big. P- p- pissed down your leg. Oh, I'm just going to pat him on the butt, tell him he's doing a great job. <laughs>
0: going to get on my knees and pray to Jesus and thank (laughs) him for all the blessing. (laughs) Love it, boy. Love it. We got to try to get Uh, him on, man. He is hilarious.
1: We do. do. If anybody knows him, let's get him on. I might reach out to him. Um, So looking at, uh, so John, John says he's not betting on UGA to cover. I'm going to go through my old way of betting on Georgia, which is never um, because Georgia against the spread is used to be really terrible. That used to be an awful yeah. bet. This year was a pretty good bet, but the, but years past it's always terrible to go with Georgia against the spread because mm-hmm. they always let teams cover every yeah, Georgia team I, 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 I know. Way. Yeah, so you can't do that. So I don't blame you there. But uh, let's see. We want to, let, let's. So uh, we, we got a few extra minutes here. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about some of these other games, uh, these other bowl games that are coming up. Um, so the Holiday Bowl, man, it was. Uh, wait a minute. Pom bum, bump and all. i was excited about that game. UCLA NC State. I was I was really yeah. pumped for that thing. So
0: what happened? I saw you two. What with the uh, um Auburn game earlier? Did it smoke some smoke when they got kicked out of the game again? E-
1: yeah. Targeting. Um targeting on interception return. Uh, which I, I think, you know, uh, Alden and, and Jay were were going off about it and you see him like he runs up and I could see where they'd call that targeting, but I mean, he led with his hands. But I mean, he absolutely he absolutely destroyed the guy.
0: Well, he shouldn't have been running calls. He shouldn't have been running around. That's not my fault.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, the ball's already it's picked off. It's the quarterback's and, fault. No, it was well the quarterback's fault because he threw the interception. But he was yes. the, the his teammate smoke. I don't forget who made the interception, but smoke Monday was blocking. Oh oh
0: oh! I got you. I got he you, was you.
1: he was blocking. So he runs down, he goes, whoo, like kind of hits with head and hands and just shoves the guy. The guy goes flying. And the ref sees that targeting. The ref sees contact and the body fly. And that's targeting. Oh geez.
0: As long as you're not leading with the crown on the helmet. I mean, you have to make that definitely clear. You're not leading. What are you supposed to do if you're blocking and your are face masking? I mean, it is what it is, it's football. Yeah, you know, I, as long as your head's not down and you're not yeah. trying to decapitate a person, I mean, it doesn't sound like he was trying to decapitate him. I think I, he was just trying to make a football play.
1: I didn't think that. I didn't think he was. I just thought he was trying to make a physical block.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that.
1: Yeah, there was two targetings. Uh, the other one was the quarterback was sliding, and, and the defender had already committed to going, going down. Then then they just collided. Wasn't a vicious hit. They just, I mean, he just hit him. I mean. Yeah. You know, he left his feet, which, you know, I, I think that's the reckless part of it, maybe. I don't know. It, what What can you do, <laughs> honestly? I mean, I, mean, I, I don't Pittsburgh fault
0: him. at Pittsburgh. They, they, they fake sides. I mean, you can't can't fault him. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they got rid of the rule. But, I mean,
1: yeah. know, it's,
0: it's kind of bang-bang. If bang. you see a guy going down, you've already committed to making the tackle. I mean, it's hard to stop your momentum you can't, going.
1: You, you can't. I mean, there's no way – you know, let
0: the kids play.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to, you got to let that go. But this is, this is going to open the door to being like flagrant one, flagrant two, hopefully. You know, you get, a, you get a hit like that and they just, you know, they just give you a 15 yard penalty and not, and not kick you out of the game for that. You yeah. Know? Cause I mean, you hit him while he's sliding. I mean, the NFL, if you hit him while he's sliding, it's a 15 yard penalty and that's it. Yeah. They, they don't end your life. They don't, they do not send you to the gallows for for uh for the whole game for the whole game you know they they give you 15 yards and they move on so,
0: so I, what's the Brian Harson era look like in all the right
1: uh i know jake's very excited about it um but uh what does it look like i don't know man it's like tumultuous a little bit cuz this is it's a, it's a rough go man you know you, you you trot tj finley out there to play quarterback Man, I don't know, man. I, I just – I I think he can get it together. I don't know why you didn't have uh, Davis out there. I don't know why you didn't run him out there. You know, what, what can you lose? I don't know. I think like
0: he I, needs some help around him. Um, I think once he gets some skilled guys around him.
1: TJ Finley ain't and it, take, it. TJ Finley little, ain't it.
0: Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking about just the team itself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um and get somebody to kind of, you know, help tank Bigsby out, depending on what he decides to do after this game.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, they just need some help out wide, kind of take some pressure off the O line and things like that. Just stack the box against them. You beat them. hmm They can't yeah. catch. I mean, they don't can't have any catch. skill guys. And that's just fin- honest.
1: Fin- Finley looks like Joe Milton. Uh, they just can't They, they can't function, man. Yeah. It's just it's sad. Finley's a backyard quarterback. Yeah, that's probably a great way to describe <laughs> it. Um I just I I don't know that I see any direction with what they're trying to do. That's that's yeah. the thing I got. And they played to me they're just the Western Division Florida. They play extremely undisciplined. They don't I I don't think they have much of a plan. I don't think they don't have much yeah. of an identity. I don't, I don't think they know really what they want to do.
0: Yeah, they want to be power, high. they want to be spread, you know, you kind of have to, you know, Of course, there's always different ways to manipulate your offense, but you kind of have to have an identity of what you want to do. Your base offense should be anything you want to get into. Mm
1: -hmm. And it leads me to believe now that, like, when they initially fired Bobo, I was like, well, maybe just Bobo's just lost it. He doesn't have it anymore. You know, he's burnt out, all that good stuff. Then you watch this game and you're like, maybe it wasn't all on Bobo. Maybe there was something Mm -hmm. gone with Brian Harson and like he doesn't know what he wants to do and he kind of like gets too much involved with it to where you know th- there's a helpful way to do it and then there's a destructive way to do it and I think Brian Harson yeah. was meddling a little too much where it almost felt like everything you know it may have felt like everything that Mike Bobo wanted to do was being trampled on and manipulated and what it turns out, what it comes out as, is an unmitigated disaster, which is what yeah, Auburn is right now what, offensively.
0: That's not what you want at all. They're going to be I, good on defense. We know they, that.
1: They are. They, and they were. Um, but I said last night, you and me and Vinny, I said last night, if Auburn lets this become a 7-on-7 seven seven game, they're going to lose. What, did it, what, it what did it become? A 7-on-7 <laughs> game
0: in the last um, couple of minutes of the game.
1: Yes, and and you can't you can't score 10 points. You have to like come on man, like it's not going to happen no matter how good your defense is playing. If if you're you stuck on 10 points, out there. yeah, if you're stuck on 10 points and you can't do anything, you think your defense is going to hold up all game? No, Houston's good on offense. Mhm. Yeah. Brutal. So I, I don't know. I don't know what what to make of Brian Harson. He's got some work to do, that's for sure. Maybe Austin Davis can come in and be a breath of fresh air. I don't know, but that's maybe game. not. It's it's. I don't know.
0: I don't Everybody know. Get some skill guys. That's all I know.
1: They better recruit some skill guys, and they better figure out what they want to do, and they better figure out a way to not play DJ Finley at quarterback. He
0: ain't the they got ant- a good one coming. They do. They got a good one coming.
1: They do. They do. They better figure out a way to get him on the field and get him ready. Yeah, TJ Finley Thanks. ain't the answer. And maybe Bo Nix wasn't as bad as we thought he was. We'll see at all No, no,
0: no, no. We'll,
1: we'll see at Oregon. Maybe he was. That's uh, he right. Happy for you. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll see what he does. I mean, if he absolutely lights it up at at Oregon, then we can say okay, I mean, let some it. explain it to mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe maybe Dillingham. At Oregon, now that he has the, the he has the reins, free reign. Like there's yes. no there's no Gus Malzon holding him back. Right? There's no Mike mm-hmm. Norvell holding him back. It's full it's full bore. Like it's mm-hmm. his show. It's so all you, big dog. Yeah, it's all you. So what what you got? You know? That's how I see it. So we'll see. I don't know. Um, what do we make of Mississippi State? Yeah,
0: I, think I, I they, just uh, think they run Just uh, Yeah, I think, no, I, I, you know, apparently they were down a couple of players and I think they just ran into a much more enthusiastic Texas Tech team. I think that's what happened. Um, I think yeah. they were ready to play. They seemed ready to play. Um, they didn't tackle very good, at the, especially at the beginning of the game. Um, but I think they just ran into a more enthusiastic Texas Tech team. Playing yeah. for their the head coach, um, you know, and I think they just they just warmed down. That's what it, that's what it looked like from just watching it on TV. I think Texas Tech wanted it more, um, probably not just the football game itself, but just to go out on a winning um, winning note with their head coach, um, and they just wanted it more. And you can tell by the way they played.
1: Yeah. Absolutely i I think so, I think you're exactly right. I think and it's hard to
0: stop it. and it's hard to stop a team that just wants it more dude. You know, yeah, not so that Mississippi State didn't, but I think that Texas <clears throat> wanted more than maybe that that's
1: that's the problem with these bowl games, and I think if there was something more on the line than just some stupid trophy that these teams would play more up to their capabilities, like Mississippi State obviously cared probably nothing about being there. Texas Tech had everything to prove because they had not been to a bowl in a while, mm-hmm. Like to me, I, I think these bowl games and the results that we're getting, and the fact that we're so willy nilly canceling bowl games, and canceled one single FCS playoff game, right? Nope. nope. Um, I think the fact that you're getting all this lends, lends us to believe, hey, let's just let's just go crazy and let's just go like a 16 team playoff. And if you don't make the if you don't make the playoff, then you're done. You go home. You go home. You go home. Like, what, well, like, you know, I and, and then if, if you just. I understand COVID
0: and all yeah. that good stuff, and there's protocols and stuff like that, but is it really COVID, and are we going to get mad at kids? So now the argument comes as to why are kids opting out because of situations like this? What's the point of putting my body on the line for a week of practice one more time and risking it all, and I don't even get to play? Yeah. So now you throw that argument in there now. About opting yeah. out, it, now it looks I mean, like opting out is a great idea
1: opting out's gonna be the norm if you don't make the playoff, opting out's gonna be the norm. so why play these games you know and and why are universities opting out why why you know this is a chance to get your young guys some experience if you want to if you want to look at it through that lens yeah um i john it 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 th- Cool. That doesn't matter. I mean, the NCAA tournament has a lot of first round blowouts. I mean, but you get more teams interested, you get more teams playing, you get more. I, I think you're going to get more teams playing hard. And I think those blowouts are probably not going to be as frequent as you think because college football has a lot more parody. Um, so you're going to get probably like a Wisconsin Alabama matchup in the first round. Wisconsin's going to play their ass off because Jim, Jimmy Leonard is a great defense coordinator. Mm-hmm. Are they going to lose? Are they going to get blown out? Eventually, yes. Alabama will probably get some momentum and they'll 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 make that. They'll push that score out there. But I think you'll get better football with a 16 team yeah. playoff.
0: Look at D2 Football, FCS football. They play 24 blowouts, They play
1: 24. Know, so. Well, the the first 8 get by, the top 8 get by in the first yeah. round. So, so really it's 24 teams, but it's 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 really only 16 teams play and then another 16 play. And then they start pairing it down from there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's really not like as crazy as it sounds, but still, like twenty four teams, like ETSU made it to a bowl game. <laughs> a team that the team that blew out Vandy, they made it to the playoff. And they made it into deep into the playoff. Like, there's teams that like I didn't like if there was a eighteen playoff would have never had a chance. But like Montana State is in the is in the the national championship. Why? Because they got hot, yeah, because there was a sixteen there was a 2014 playoff, they were able to get hot, they were able to get some momentum going, you know i I think you're going to get better football
0: I think you get a lot more people playing for that spot, like you said, they're playing for that spot, knowing that if you don't get that spot, you go home i mean that gives you that gives a lot of people something to play for. No matter what conference mm-hmm. you win or anything like that, if you get that spot, you get it and you just you go on about your day. You keep keep winning, you move up. If not, then you go home. Yeah. It is what it is after that. Yeah. But you got there. The yeah, whole point yeah. is to get there.
1: Yeah. Get there and then eventually you'll 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 get there. Um yeah. Will we see the same sixteen teams? Probably. Mostly. Possibly. Mostly. But
0: you know. Michigan hadn't been anywhere for a while, and then look at how they're here. Cincinnati, um, you know Oklahoma. You know those those guys who kind of on the back burner things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you kind of get those guys involved, and you never know what might happen. You know, playoff football is unpredictable.
1: It's 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 crazy. Like you get a team like Coastal in there, who knows what will (laughs) happen? You get a Coastal Oklahoma State first round matchup. Coastal could win that game. Like you're going to get five G five teams in there just by nature of conference champions i think at this point Mm -hmm. so i mean i I think it's i mean expand it as far as you can expand it i think i say hell make it 64 teams i don't care um but you you could you know you you could say you could play them all on on a on a saturday you could stack you know two games in in different time slots across different networks you could do that I mean, it, not one person ever watches every single NCAA tourney game on the first day. Like that's impossible. You don't have enough, you know, because there's four different networks with four games on it at a time and they stack them all. I mean, they do it anyway. I mean, shit, they, you know, you can have two or three noon games, two or three, three thirty games and two or three primetime games. And I guarantee you there's going to be a lot of people that, that go from noon to
0: to midnight block, watching football <laughs> just all watching all long. freaking day flipping you back and forth. guys right here right now that will do it
1: yeah I would do it I would do it I would I would I would totally watch I would totally watch Kansas State versus BYU totally at the at the noon slot.
0: I would I'm, like to see Wake Forest you know I just saw that I would love to see Wake Forest against any any team that they go up against. Wake Forest got hot Pittsburgh yeah. got hot obviously mm-hmm.
1: Um you know who doesn't want to see Wake Forest? A&M. Yeah, they they, they, don't, want they, to see get, they, they don't. Sorry, guys. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> COVID, man. Uh it's easy to say a 16 team playoff because you don't have to sell advertising for Bama versus Wake Forest. I uh, really <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's football. You people, it's like college football, time.
1: dude. I mean, come on. Yeah, they're gonna. I mean, the ACC championship had eyes on it because it was prime time. Like it was a yeah. great game too. Really, good game. <laughs> I mean, Wake Forest is a good team. You're gonna get eyes on that easily. Um, I say a 512 team playoff because it's unfair to Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College that they don't have a chance to win a Natty. That's true. Five twelve. Let's do it. Play it all in one day. It is what it is. Yeah, it's football.
0: John, Everybody's you're going to enjoy it.
1: John, you're the commissioner of that playoff scenario. So, but Israel, we've been going an hour and five minutes. So, um, I think we're going to wrap it right there. Uh, we've had some some great chats. Uh, John has been our assistant producer today, uh, so we yes. thank him for that. Cody uh, was on early. Uh, as our assistant producer, we 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 like these live shows because the chat gives us a feed, gives us questions, gives us things, perspectives that we didn't see. And what's great about echoing across 16 different platforms is we get fans from other places that come on board and offer their perspective and how they see Georgia from their eyes. So, for that reason, I really really like it. So, um, keep on coming, keep on coming. So, um, love it. And uh, Mississippi Gulf Coast, let's do it. Yeah. Keep winning games. We got to
0: get you in the argument.
1: Uh Mississippi Valley Delta Devils. (laughs) I I say that because that's one of the coolest nicknames of all time. Um, So, Israel, um, I know what you're going to say. I'll I'll, I'll say it for you this time around. Everybody, please be safe. Um, You know, COVID COVID is a real thing. Uh, Do what you got to do. to protect yourself, be safe, be careful, take care of yourself. Um, you know, obviously if you're feeling down, don't go out, treat, you know, make, make sure you make sure you get plenty of treatment and all that good stuff. So um, we want you, we want you alive and well for to, not only to watch our show, but to watch these bowl games as well. And to watch Georgia on Friday night, as you're toasting for the new year, as you're eating Long your dips, time, and, yep. As you're drinking your champagne, eating your dips and doing whatever it is you do on New Year's Eve. Which for me used to be really, really crazy, but it's gonna be low key.
0: Um <laughs> I gotta go to work on Monday. The exactly. Sunday scaries are about to happen.
1: Uh-huh. The Sunday scaries on the Saturday are gonna happen for me. That is oh yes. show. But we don't go back till the fourth. Teachers report the fourth, so that's good. I get Monday, yeah. I think. I think. I hope. I hope. Because I've gotta like I've got at least enjoy one day of winter break because 'Cause it's been work for me. I know it's been work for you too, probably. Um, yeah. So, there you go. There you have it. So we are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast. We are presented by BetOnline.ag for Israel Troop. I'm Corey Burton. We thank you for watching. We thank you for listening. Come back and see us. Hit that subscribe button. Let us know how we're doing and uh, enjoy the ride. This new 2022 is going to be a phenomenal year. And as always, go dogs. Beat Michigan. Go dogs.